So welcome to lesson five, cutting and looping MIDI. Now in this lesson, you'll learn how to create seamless loops with your MIDI files and what quantizing is and how to use it. So this is where we get to make sick beats. Yep, looping MIDI makes it super easy to add beats to your tracks. And it also allows you to quickly and easily build up other instrumental textures. If we cut the MIDI part to a certain amount of beats or bars, we can then loop it to create a repeating beat or other musical device. We can cut MIDI files much like how we cut audio files. Right click on the point in the file you want the cut to be and click cut. Or hover your mouse at the edge of the MIDI file till you see the drag cut icon and drag your mouse left or right to cut the file. Using the snap to grid function in your DAW helps your MIDI or audio cut perfectly to the beats in the bar. This stops your loops going out of time. It also means that they stay in time if you move them around your timeline. So let's look at cutting MIDI to grid in Ableton. So when we're looping MIDI, first thing we want to do is make sure that we're in the right time signature. So this is at 90 BPM. So just make sure you've got your time signature locked in. We also then want, want to make sure that in options, then snap to grid is clicked on. So I can see that it's on here. I just have to click it if it wasn't. And that means that then whenever I'm cutting my MIDI file to loop it, I know that it's going to be actually looping the right amount. So why don't we cut this so that it's coming to here and then I've got that two bar loop. I know that that's two bars, one, two. And I know because I've snapped a grid, what I've cut is exactly two bars. So let's look at looping MIDI. MIDI parts you're most likely to loop are beats, bass, and chord textures. It's a good idea to first decide what parts of the file you want to loop. So that's the, your, the cut that you've made and how long you want the loop to be. It's also important that your loop's number of bars makes sense within your time signature. For example, in 4-4, a four bar loop will work best as opposed to three, depending on what you're creating. Zooming out may help you with deciding on the loop length too. So let's have a look at looping a MIDI cut inside of Ableton. So once you've got your MIDI file cut to size and I've, like I did in the last video, I've cut it so that it's exactly two bars long and I did it because I know it's two bars long because it's I have it snapped to grid as well. Um, then what you can do is either do Apple D if you're on a Mac or the equivalent on a PC to duplicate that file. And that means that it's going to be duplicating it exactly two bars each time. And I can do um, right click and then duplicate as well. And then what I can also do if I zoom out is I can highlight by pressing shift and clicking on all of those and then do right click duplicate. And then I've got a whole eight versions of this. So that's going to be 16 bars because each one of these is worth two bars each. So I've looped my MIDI file. Um, and so now I can hear it in my track. So that's very simply how you loop a MIDI file um, after cutting it to grid in Ableton. And now quantizing. So quantizing is used to correct the timing of MIDI notes in relation to your time signature. Once activated, your MIDI notes will move to where your DAW thinks they should be in order to be in time. 
And when quantizing is helpful is when you've played a MIDI part on a MIDI keyboard by hand, for example, but you want it to sound perfectly in time. So for example, maybe it's a techno beat and it needs to be super, super robotically rhythmical. That's when quantizing can be really helpful. When quantizing isn't helpful is when it makes something sound too robotic on parts that need a bit more life. For example, a realistic violin sound. So only use quantizing if you really need to or it's appropriate. But let's have a look at quantizing a MIDI part in Ableton. Okay, so it could be that you have a part that you've recorded and it's slightly out of tune and you just want to get it to sound much more punchy in rhythm and you want to make sure that you can do it quickly. So quantizing is a great tool to use with MIDI because you can quickly do this. And in Ableton, what I've done is I've double clicked on this guitar file that I want to quantize and a MIDI guitar file, of course. And um, and then I've highlighted all the notes that I want to quantize. And I've highlighted them um, for the duration of a whole um, nine bars so that I can make sure. And let me just highlight that section so that you can make sure that you're quantizing it within that time frame and so that it doesn't do any funny rhythmical things. So I've got two bars highlighted. I go to edit and then I click quantize and it's automatically, it should have automatically quantized it for me. So let's hear this now. Sounds a lot better. I'll do Apple Z to move it back to where it was and play you again. You can hear how there's all those little time differences between notes that I play at the same time. Whereas when I quantize it, edit, quantize, it straightened it all out. Now I could also go to um, choose a more um, severe kind of quantizing if I wanted to quantize it. So it was um, quantized to a beat per bar. So that would be one four. And it's gonna change the MIDI file quite a lot. So I'm gonna click okay. Now it's totally changed it because it's now snapping it to a amount of beats in the bar, which is much less than what I had before. because it means that there can no, now be no notes that are not on the beat of the bar. So that's what it sounds, bum, 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 bum. So let's press Apple Z. I'll show you one more where I'm quantizing it much, much less. So let's do 132. And this will make hardly any difference here. Because when I've put it to 132, it means that it can move it to any one of 32 points in that bar. So if I apply that to the MIDI file before it was ever quantized, so edit, quantize settings, and then 132 and press OK, it's now quantized it, but it may actually sound a bit funky. You 
can hear how now those time differences that were there are even worse because it's snapped it to a grid that is has 32 different points in that bar. So let's take action. Download the corresponding workbook for this lesson and go through the steps to cut and loop a MIDI track. And remember that all of the video walkthroughs I showed you in Ableton in this lesson are also available in GarageBand in the video tutorials page in your course hub. Now in the next lesson, we're gonna look at what synth envelopes are and how they relate to MIDI. You'll also learn how to shape them in your own recordings to craft the tone of your MIDI parts. I'll see you there.